I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The Deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You've mashed this intro up, but it's not a problem. Um, real football is back, people. Crowds, Liverpool, centre-backs. It's all systems go. Welcome to Carnage. No, it's carnage, isn't it? When the first <laughs> intro, the first scene, right? We can't get that together. Now, listen, at the end of the day, we're all here. We all, well, I was going to say we're all well, but I'm going to introduce yeah. Matt first. Matt's not too well, man. Everyone knows Matt from Coppish. Shout out to Matt. Listen, it's been a, it's been a while trying to get you on, but. I know, bro, I know. I know you're suffering a little bit, but listen. Listen, man. When, when you, yeah, obviously I had to, bro. Come on now, and co- obviously because of last week, because obviously the people don't know, I was like, there's no way I can miss it again. Do you know what I mean? Even though I sound mashed up and my voice might go a bit in and out, I don't care. We're Reds. We're talking Liverpool. We move, bro. I tell you, and you sound. Listen, I'm not gonna lie. You sound like quite sexy to me, but listen. <laughs> and of course, the mighty Mojo himself. We say Mo Stewart, brother. Hey, good to see you all, guys. I'm looking forward to a big old chat. Last time I was here, it was lots of fun. So I'm expecting nothing less. Although I have to ask you, have you secured the mic to the table this time? Listen, listen, there's no security on this program. (laughs) (laughs) There is nothing set in stone. There's no security. There's no, uh, what's the word? Insurance, man. You just go with the flow here. And talking about going with the flow, the man who was supposed to set this intro up, everything, I talked him through it and Oh my God, you still managed to mash it up. But listen, I still love you. 
my hostess, my co-hostess with the mostess. What are you saying, Abby from California? Good, good. That's that's pressure when you got Mo and Matt on the same night. That's pressure. So I'm sorry I buckled there, but no, great to be on, Grizz. Great to be on. And uh, um, uh, I think Matt needs something stronger than the cup of tea or the lemon tea that he's drinking. He needs a bit of brandy uh, or something, man. But hey, roughly. later on. Definitely. <laughs> well, listen, definitely no, do, you is, do you know what it is? It's the perfect time to sort of. I can see why Matt fall ill because the excitement sometimes takes you over. And <laughs> guys, I'm not even going to lie to you, right? Listen, we're all content creators here, yeah? And we've had some hard, hard couple of months trying to create content during the Trust. Euros. And then, we, and then we tried to hype up the friendlies. You know, you know how we do. We have to, right? We thought football's back. But this is the real thing, people. Like, we're back to normality. And normality, the last time we, the normal, the last time it was normality for us was, correct me if I'm wrong, people, we beat uh, Sheffield United at home, was it? The last game at home with Pat Crystal Anfield? Palace. Crystal Palace, I think. Yeah, for real. Was it yeah. Crystal Palace or Pat Phyllis Anfield? Palace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Palace, yeah. We won the league, yeah. right, and everything. Yeah. Now, it's finally back. And it's mad because we're like, it's literally, I'm, I, don't, I don't know about you lot, but I'm, I'm sure I know about you lot, but I'm going to speak about myself first. I'm buzzing like anything. Oh, people are saying it's Bournemouth. So all you men are wrong. People are saying it's Bournemouth. <laughs> yeah, so I'm down. wrong. You men are wrong. Every man wrong. But listen, it was Bournemouth. But the, point of the, but the point of the matter is, it's oh, back. And I feel so, so hyped. I don't know how you guys feel going into the, what, literally 48 hours away now? Yeah, 48 yeah. hours. Around yep. that, I'm gassed, uh, you know. <laughs> Matt, I'm, yeah, Matt, Matt, tell us how you feel because I, I know how you feel in terms of health, but tell us how you feel. <laughs> yeah, for real. No, nah, do you know what? I'm just, I'm, I'm gassed. I'm happy because it's been a long time. And even though football's been played in the last, what, 18 months or whatnot, it hasn't been the same, bro. We know that when there's no fans, we make up the football. Like that atmosphere, you can't replicate it. You just can't. And you're not only that, I just, I'm so happy to see my team play again, bro. Because you want to know something? We didn't have the best of seasons last year. We had the injuries and people want to say it's excuses. No, it's actually a valid reason. But anyway, we don't care about that anymore. We move nah. on. And you want to know something? People that are writing us off already, I can see people in the comments have spoken about another show. Said, how are Liverpool ain't going to do that well? Right, right, right. All I'm going to say is, watch out. Revenge tour is here. Revenge season is happening. It's not, you know what, and, and I know you mentioned the word revenge, and mm. Mo, do you see that angle from the players motivation-wise, <laughs> from the coaches-wise, the fans-wise, everything? You see um, a sense of, sense of, like, what happened to us last season was almost, um, you know, in, like, injustice. We need to put a, f a lot of things, a lot of wrongs right this season. Do you sense that in preseason, like from the videos, like we know we all watch inside and feel like again and again and again, for like <laughs> any, you know, like sort of idea into the body language in, in terms of the mentality. Do you sense that, Mo? I do sense that. But to be honest, I really didn't sense it ever went away. I feel like there was times where there was a bit of frustration. There was, it was kind of getting to them that things weren't going their way because Yes, the mistakes were made, but a lot of them were precipitated by things beyond their control, i.e. the injuries, the tinkering with the team, etc., etc. And so the die of last season has been cast 
and we need to kind of draw a line under it to a certain extent. But the reality is they were still very good for a lot of last season. Like I saw a table earlier today, which I hadn't seen for a while, after the Palace game, 14 games into the season. That's a good way into the season. We were top by four points. So when you think about that and you add it to the way we finished the season, 26 out of 30 points, I know short-termism is a problem in football generally, but to see so many people think that that team has just disappeared is, I mean, maybe it's a little bit of wishful thinking on some of their parts, to be honest, but in some ways it's good. In some ways it's good that that no one's talking about us because that means that we can go out there, do our stuff and make them start talking about us. Look, I'm going to be honest. I'm one of these guys that I don't really give a shit what other people are saying about us. I don't. I honestly don't because, you know, because we know our club. We know our players, we know our coach, we know the journey that we've been on for the three, four seasons. So, yeah. for example, right, I saw a brilliant tweet. Forgive me who done this brilliant tweet. Um, I can't remember the name of the person, right? I, I literally saw it about an hour ago. And, and, the, and, the, and the person said, 18 months ago, just 18 months ago, not years ago, right? 18 months ago, we had the most feared team in Europe. Like one of those where we had sort of how many games unbeaten was it? Have you at home or overall? Oh, sorry, no, through the 60s, it isn't it? Yeah, 46, 46, 46 like how many games in a row we'd won? Yeah, what yeah. not? 15 in a row. Are we saying that same team squad only minus Genie plus Canate plus Jota plus Tiago? So already, are we saying that crew, them people? Are, are are that writ off? Are we saying that writ off? Look, Dan Bailey says, I'm did not. people see the predictions from the journalists? A4, list long, and none of them had us above fourth. Did you see that, Avi? We, we like that, though, Grizz. We like that. We, we want to be written off. We want to be the sort of, that tag that people like so we like to use underdogs. I like mm. Matt said it brilliantly. It's the comeback to um, the comeback season retribution. I think we there is a bit of anger in this team because of the way sort of the media sort of Rit us off last season, you know, finishing third, um, sort of said that we were complaining of injuries, excuses. But I think this season, and I think from game one, um, which will come along to uh, with the Norwich game preview, I think uh, Grizz will be ready from game one. Literally, I think you can see from the training sessions, I think they released another video today earlier on. Um, they're getting sharper and sharper and just bring on Saturday 5.30. Matt, what, of all the things that are, are sort of inspiring you to think that, we will be back and we will 100% terrorise a lot of teams. Yeah. Uh, uh, there's a, Obviously, there's, a, there's the comeback of the centre-backs. There's the resurgent or you can say Thiago, fresh Thiago knows he's got some serious centre-backs behind him and he can concentrate what he does best and play ball. And then you've got the well-rested Sadio and Mo. Which one excites you the most? Excites me the most is probably <clears throat> it's probably seeing Van Dyke get back to his best. I think, and I said it, yeah, um, a couple of streams ago, Virgil Van Dyke. We probably won't see the best of him, in my opinion, till like maybe like November time. It's gonna take a bit of time for him to get back to how he was. Right, massive injury, and Cal said it um, earlier on today when I when we were speaking, and he was like. Remember the injury that he had at Southampton, the ankle injury? Yeah. It took him a while 
to get back in it and to get back into rhythm. And I think when we played them, he was still a little bit out of it. He was and awful I mean, that game, Matt. We beat yeah. him 3-0. Uh, Sandfield, yeah. Yeah, so I kind of expecting, not necessarily as bad as that, but he's just going to be rusty. We just got to stick with him. But mm-hmm. I'll tell you something from now. If anyone's trying to write him off and say he's done because he has like three, four games where you're a bit like, oh, what's Van Dyke doing? You're, you're going to be mistaken. Because I'm telling you from now, and I think every Liverpool fan knows this, Come December, November time, when he's back, it's that whole, that aura's back. Van Dyke is back. That impervious centre-back that we all love will be back. And I think, for me, that will give the team a massive, massive lift. More so not than only, anything. Not only the team, Mo, <clears throat> it's the fans, isn't it? We, yep. we, yeah. we, we, we completely have a different feeling going into games and we're going to come on to what we think the the, the lineup's going to be whatever and 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 the couple of decisions that Klopp has to make what we think Klopp may have to make um is is the returning Virgil van Dijk and obviously Gomez as well the biggest mm-hmm. excitement for you or is it the resurgence of a rested fully refreshed Klopp there's there's, there's a few things the fans yeah. i mean all of them definitely register as things and make it one big exciting hole. I think the thing with Virgil is, is that he was the first piece to go wrong, wasn't it? His was, it was the linchpin that went down, and that was the domino effect that saw yeah. lots of other things. So mentally, I think as fans, we're thinking once we put that piece back, we get back to the beginning, and almost a little bit like it's Jumanji or something. But it's not quite that simple. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was that simple. But yeah, hey, unfortunately. And you're bang on to say that there is going to be rust. And you know the way that Virgil has been treated like us, like some talismanic god. There are going to be lots of people who are trying to drag him down. We saw what it was like when the friendly, from a friendly, yeah. when someone scored against him. Like, imagine that being Lukaku against Chelsea and imagine that's a game that Liverpool don't win. That video is going to be going around until... And you're right, Matt, we do have to be strong. And I think that it's one of those things whereby, as a fan base, we can choose not to let that noise get to us. Agreed. And hopefully, the best way to do that will be the fact that the team will still be getting results. But if you ask me what I'm most excited about seeing, I think it's still Diogo Jota. Wow, okay. I I really do. I think that... I hear that, though. He was... He was doing Salah first season numbers. Oh, yeah. And we've already seen the fact that that little bit of sharpness that was missing to when he came back towards the end of the season, that looked like it had returned when I saw him so far in preseason and he's going to know that there's an opportunity there for him to cement his place in the side. Obviously lots of people are writing off Bobby again, do that at your peril. I think him having less starts might actually work out better for him over the course of the season. But I think Jota realizes all of this talk about the front three, they're all going to age together. They need to do something. They need to buy this person, need to buy that person. The best way to stop that noise is to go out there and say, hey, you've got me and I'm right here. And I think that he's prime and ready to do that. Do you know what, Mo? You're spot on because, because you know, as much as we think that these players don't read media and don't know what's being said about them, you know, 
Avi, so we talked about motivation and we could go through the squad that each player or different players have got their own story in terms of comeback. Yeah. So I'm trying to find that opinion where, uh, sorry, uh, um, uh, um, a message here where someone's talked about Trent. So we've forgotten about Trent, right? So he's been kind of messed about with Southgate this summer, picked, then not selected, then told he's going to be gone, then he's not gone. And then he fucking picks up an injury, right? You've got story of Jota, as Mo says, started off like a house on fire. Like he was ripping up teams, like coming off the bench, starting everything, right? And then you've got the Mane and Sal and Mane. Okay, Salah's a Salah's a Salah's cold, isn't he? He's just our gunman. We'll always, He's always got we'll always, fire in his belly. We'll yeah. Always. But the comeback of Mane. And dare I say it, fringe players like Tacky Ox. I'm gonna say fringe player, don't don't hurt me, Matt. Nabby. What what what, <laughs> what like there's so many stories to be like told this summer, like comeback stories, isn't it? Which one are you looking forward to, Avi? You know, I'm going to side with Matt here because I do like Nabi a lot ever since he's joined us. And No, we all like Nabi. Like, why are you saying that it's only you and Matt like Nabi? Like, we all <laughs> like Nabi. Well, you've given him a bit of grief before on your Twitter handle and whatnot. Mo, sorry. You said it before. Grief, grief's not the right word, but we move. Okay, so... um. No, I, I'm hoping for Nabi. Look, if it's true that what's going on, that he's on a plant-based diet, Grizz, um, which seems to be helping his recovery, which seems to make him more fitter and stronger, then look, there must be some science behind the madness and, you know, method to the madness, shall I say rather. So I'm looking forward to him. I think he will start on Saturday and I hope, I really hope. And look, everyone's got their little story. Everyone, you can talk about Trent, Simakas has got a point to prove, Jota, because he wants to be a regular starter now. He'll he will have a point to prove. Bobby will have a point to prove with all the critics are saying that he's finished. You Bobby know, Salas... like he's got a point to prove every kind yeah, of season. season. Yeah, yeah it does, it's just the way he yeah. plays. It's just the, you know, it's just the way the media sort of says he doesn't score enough goals. You know, there's Ox who looks fitter, who looks sharp who looks a little bit more leaner, who looks quicker, um, you know, and then you've got Jordan Henderson. I think that's a big story there that, you know, there's not been any update from the contract situation. I think him sort of knowing, you know, doesn't know where he stands. I think this will be giving him a big kick up the backside. And I think we will expect some serious, serious sort of, you know, reliability from him this season in terms of numbers too. But I think Naby of all, I think if he can shine this uh, season, Chris, and if he can give us 30 out of 38 games, wishful oh. thinking, wishful thinking at the moment, wishful thinking, I know, but if he can... If then you give got. What kind of thing is that to ask for? Thirty out of thirty-eight. Bro. Listen, like, you didn't even ask. No, for 50%. no, 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 no. I'm letting you off a game, a game a month. I'm letting you off. Have a yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm letting you off. Look, thirty out of thirty-eight, and we're all acting like it's winning the lottery. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> no, exactly. But we, can't, we, we can't say that thirty-eight. Uh, you know, we've got easy. We got. I should, easy. I should lower the expectation. No, no, but I'm serious. Lower the expectation, Look, brother, touch, man. I'm not looking thirty out of thirty-eight. Touch, I'm looking twenty. Touch wood, say you hell, Mary's, but if he can stay fit, right? I'm telling you, if he can stay fit, then we've got a serious, serious player on our hands and we've got a very good season coming up ahead. Because you can tell that Klopp, sorry, you can just tell that Klopp idolises him, right? Yeah. He's he's literally waiting on the guy a year, came back, he told Naby to learn English. He came back, he didn't, still didn't know a word of English, right? But he's, he's stuck out with him, he's been patient with him. So, no, for me, it's Naby Keita. Like, he needs to stay fit for me. All right, Avi. What I was going to say, as opposed to trying to go for 30 out of 38, because a season's long, what I would love to see from him is 10 in a row at some That's point. True. 10 in a row. 
10 starts in a row. Get your rhythm going. Get up to full speed. Get us to really see what you can do in this team. Because if he has any injuries at that point, he's at least got more credit. He's got more confidence, not only in himself, but in everybody else. And from everybody else, it's like, okay, all right, he's shown us. Then hopefully, I mean, obviously... I'd like 10 in a row to turn into 15, 20. Whisper it, Mo, whisper it quietly. Do you think that that run of consecutive games is going to be... I hear that. He just beat his personal best on Sunday, so he did play four games in a row. So, look, (laughs) it can only go higher from here, man. It can only go higher from here. And not only that, he didn't get injured while injured. I was in transport either. So, like, <laughs> getting up a bus on a plane. Like, Matt, hold that thought. Hold that thought. There's international duty. I think he's getting called up for um, Guinea soon. Oh, um, yeah. oh no. no. See, second week of thing. September, I think. Yeah. So, just be careful what we wish for here. Matt, oh, listen, Matt, on, everyone knows, right? Matt and Nabi Tings, right? I know you've Indeed. been analysing him very carefully throughout mm. the preseason. I know you must have kept eyes on him and and just looking for looking for pointers towards how he's going to be and and how he's playing in terms of the role the energy the pressing is anything yeah. different how are you feeling going into Nabi season four is it guys is it f- Nabi yeah, season? Season. Full season yeah full season yeah talk to me B are you are you are you ready like have you been real first of all I don't think you gave up on him ever right no 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 but are you are you ready? Are you real back in like this is his season? There is no there's no wait, wait, Grizz, 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 before you continue, yeah. before you continue, Grizz, don't Go don't on. be too don't be too complimentary. I've listen, I've been an avid watcher of Coffish, okay? And Matt at points of last season said, oh, Listen, okay, guys, but... guys. Yeah, go on, go on, look, go on. I might have to put my hands up and say, look, if he has to go, he has to go. Come on, mate. You know, I when think, you invest each think other. That is true. That is true. I think that we, that we all done that. I think we all done that. I think we come to a point. I own that one. I own that one. I own that one. How are you feeling now, to. though? But you know what it is? All right. So every new season, you get excited. You see the preseason. You think, okay, surely it's going to be the year. What I will say is this. This is fourth season. This is the This is the year where he either does it or he doesn't, and he gets sold, even because of the contract, right? Because if I'm not mistaken, I think he's got two years left. This is the last chance saloon, in my opinion, for Naby Keita. And I think not just from me, I think it's from Liverpool as well. I know Klopp loves him and rates him highly, but I think even Klopp would be like, I've given you four years. That's more than probably what a lot of people get, really. Some people get one year, some people get two years, and they're out the door. This is his fourth year. He has to do it. Pre-season, he has looked immense. Even from a like from a even from a defensive point of view, he's pressing. He's a smart presser. He knows how to how and when to win the ball back. The attacking, the passing, he's got it all. He's a ball carrier. He will add a new dimension if he stays fit. But again, it has to be, as um, Mo was saying, it's got to be five, six games in a row. Okay, a little bit of rotation. Then you're back on your bike again. It can't be three games in he's out for two months and then we don't see him again until november sort of thing like it, it's gotta be now lads it has to be it has mm. to be mo i'm gonna let you take this super chat thank you michael for the super chat hi guys can you explain <laughs> the situation with the homegrown quota if we sell Shaq, do we need to sell origi as well to bring in two players if phillips goes but i think well, he's i think he wants a bit of clarification on the situation with homegrown yay. quota Basically, uh, not necessarily. It depends. If the per- one of the two players coming in 
would also be of the homegrown quota. So either someone who is English was in an English youth system, I think it's from the under the age of 18, or is under the age of 21, I believe they wouldn't. So there are some of the people, like, for example, I believe Jeremy Doku falls in the final category. So I believe, I am potentially wrong here, but I do believe this is true, that he wouldn't count mm, against yeah. the homegrown quotas. So, again, it really does depend upon who we are looking at. But my gut feeling says that the decision has been made the, the time is up for both of them. And whether it means that we have to take a loss or whether it means that um, it may be even someone ends up going on loan, I think that they're not going to be in the squad come the, the start of September. Have you, have you got anything to add to that in terms of the homegrown quota? I know you're well read up on these kind of things, like offline, like put it online, innit? I think if, <laughs> I think if, Shaq, I think if Shaq goes, then... We'll bring one in with Origi. I think it's difficult because he's on such. He's no, I mean, in, no, I mean, in terms of homegrown quota. First, like, give us your thoughts on that. Like, is that the situation? Like, Michael's asking. Like, so if Phillips goes, then we've got Davis, and then we've also got. Look, I'm not saying that I'm not advocating him from to stay, but we've got um, Benjamin Woodburn, who would qualify for the homegrown oh, yeah, quota yeah, because yeah, he's above what 22 now. So that comes into play. So you have to be careful. But if Phillips goes, and then if we're looking for a loan deal for Davis, so you'd imagine we'd have to bring in a British player. So um, and then Woodburn as well. It's it's it gets confusing because there's players that you know. Obviously, you've got your tier players like Milner, your Trents, your Oxes, your Hendos, um, and then you go back to the players like Woodburn, and then you've got obviously Phillips and Davis. So you got to make a decision. But I would think that if you're getting rid of two um, players of um, if you're getting rid of Davis and maybe like a Phillips, then you do bring an Englishman in. I think you do, or a British player in. Um, I think this this brother Mohammed Tamiz Abdul Sattar is talking about. I, th- I don't think he's a Liverpool fan. I think he's talking about from another stream where I spoke, talk about the big dogs are back for Liverpool. And I was and I was I was speaking to a couple of Chelsea, Man United, Spurs, and Man City fans, and they were like, "I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons." This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. You lot too... No, sorry, because they were like totally dismissive of the influence that these centre-backs, namely... Namely, Virgil Van Dyke has, and I and I wasn't referring to yeah. just when I when I talk about the big dogs, I'm not talking about just Virgil. I'm talking about Mane because Mane is coming back strong this this yeah. year. Like, I'm one of those guys that, and I openly say it, and I openly said it. We done a couple of shows during the summer where I said, look, me personally, if Mane guaranteed, and this is where people got it twisted. I said, if Mane guaranteed and Mbappe, then I would sell Mane. And that's where people went, oh, you're writing off Mane. No, I wasn't writing off Mane. I just said, with age, with everything taken into consideration, me, I, if that was the case, then, you know, I would have sacrificed, maybe is a better word, Sadio Mane. But that's not the case. Mane is still king. And he's going to, I think he's one of those players that's going to come back real, real hard. Um, 
so it just so happens we talked about the the, the comeback of the season and the, and the fans and everything and I believe Norwich was the first game. Norwich was the first team we played when we won the league, right? Yeah, in 2019, yeah. I think. So, and Norwich, now, now, now this is going to test some of you lot because I, I know I haven't been keeping an eye on Norwich since, right? So we don't know what situation they're in. But Mo, is this game away from home, 5.30 kickoff? It's going to be some mad atmosphere, I think. Delia is still there at Norwich. Going to be rallying the crowd, right? We're gonna, we might get a, we might get a rendition from her. Um, our Norwich, our Norwich. The how do you feel about going to play Norwich away, or would you have preferred a home fixture? I always prefer a home fixture. I do think that particularly the first day of the season, Anfield is still very much uh, a daunting place for opposing teams to come, especially with the fans back for the first time in a while. But Norwich, I mean, Delia will be there. She probably won't be handing out sausage rolls. because like a new signing, right? But <laughs> <laughs> she's been doing some signings. They actually bought a fella from Greece. Um, I can't remember. Solis, Christ, Christos Zolis. Zolis, that's yeah. it. Um, who's actually, according to some of the people who I respect, who've been watching Greek football, they think he's going to be okay. But... Norwich haven't exactly had a perfect preseason. They got beat in their last preseason game by Newcastle quite easily. I think it was 3 0. 3 0, yeah. Uh, okay, they've had okay. players had to quarantine through COVID. I think Pookie's back, but Grant Hanley's still out. Onil Hernandez is still out. Uh, Cantwell's just recovering from an ankle injury. Buendia, as we know, has been sold. So you look at it from a kind of a neutral perspective and say Norwich are probably not going to be at their strongest that they will be for the season on day one, which is good because it means that we should be able to go there, put on a good performance, maybe not even necessarily put on a good performance, but still be good enough to get the three points. And that's really all that matters on day one, first game, first win. That means everybody can take a big, deep breath and go, okay, we've arrived. The season's here. We're in it. I just want to address this. Michael, for uh, thank you for the super chat. Phillips has done more, more for Liverpool, yet he's getting the exit. I think he means overrate, overrated Ox and Naby. I think Phillips has got his flowers, man. No one's, I don't think no one, especially on this channel, no one's ever said Phillips, uh, you know, and not praised Phillips and, and sort of appreciated the monumental, the absolute yeah, no, heroic. Yeah job he done for us this season. Like, there's no other way of describing it, Mo. You've got to say it's that heroic. Yeah. Like, he was the hero. Uh, sorry, I'm going to come to uh, Matt, sorry. Yeah, yeah. The hero, the hero we wanted. Like, that's the best way to describe it, right? At a time where we had nothing. Yeah. We literally had nothing, guys. And then we see this guy come up from the, the depths of sort of being sold on the last day. You know, like teams were offering him 1.5 million and we were ready to accept he comes yes. and he steps into Virgil van Dijk's and Joe Gomez's and Matip's place and, and pulls us through. Like, is it unfair the way he's being treated? Or Because from my point of view, it's his choice. I think he's being shown respect from Jurgen Klopp and Liverpool yes. to say, look, it's totally down to you, brother. If you want to stay, we're more than happy. We're not flogging you, yeah. but, we, but you deserve to be the sort of the holder of your own destiny. 
No, I fully agree. I think when it comes to Phillips, he's been amazing since he came in at the back end of last season. When we had that crisis, we didn't know how good he was really. As you said, he was he was on the verge of being sold, didn't have a Liverpool future at all at that point. And he's, he was an absolute beast. And he was one of the main reasons why we were able to get full spot. However, though, in football, as we know, guys, football is very ruthless. And as good as he has been, and we will always appreciate him, just like how we will always appreciate Divo Karigi being a cult hero, you have to understand something that there are four centre-backs that are better than him. And what the club is saying, listen, we know you've got that, you've had that taste now, first-team football, and you probably want to play, you want to play every game now, so we're not going to stand in your way. However, if you do want to be fifth choice, you can be, but I think Phillips is too good, in my opinion, to be fifth choice. He deserves, in my opinion, at least to play for another team where he can be at least like first or second choice. Do you know what I mean? I think he showed the talent at his disposal where he can play for a Brighton. Like he can play for those, you know what I mean? Lower, slightly lower tier team. So I think it's a case of we're being respectful and he's been respectful to us, man. Avi, sorry, I 100% agree with that. I think that because he's not come out and said anything, it's easy to assume one way or the other. But I do think the reality is, is that he knew what he was up against when he saw the other centre-halves of the club. And he knew that this was a window for him to prove himself. And I also think something else which was crucial around the time, because when he first came into the team, he didn't do very well. And it, there was a game, I think it was, New, was it Newcastle away? There was one game where he struggled really bad. Callum yeah. Wilson. Callum Wilson. Yeah, he was dreadful as well. Yeah. Yeah, See, yeah. We, we all remember that. And what that was, that was the period where Liverpool was still trying to play the same way without the players to play the same way. And what happened is that Klopp and his guys got together and Trent talks about it in an interview he did with Simon Hughes literally a couple of days ago. Uh, they got together and said, look, this is what we got. We can't feel sorry for ourselves anymore. No one's going to feel sorry for us. No one's going to help us. This is what we've got, these guys. So Klopp was like, right, rather than trying to find a way to play our football, we're going to play the football that works with the guys we've got in, in front of us. So he put Phillips and Kabak together and say, look, you go and head it. You clear up because you're quick. And we build from there. And that was yeah. the what built us back up and they ended up with this fantastic run. So... Phillips has been in football long enough. He knows the fact that the only reason he excelled in that Liverpool team because they weren't playing the way Liverpool normally play. So when it comes to this season and Liverpool go back to the way we normally play, it makes more sense for him to move on. And yet he's shown other managers who don't play the way Liverpool play that he can perform and excel in the Premier League. So this is the perfect time for him to move aside. I think someone like Southampton who've literally just sold Vianic Vestigar to Leicester. Yeah, nearly yeah. Done. Nearly done, yeah. yeah. Brilliant there. Well, we, we're going we're gonna to come on to transfers uh, near, near, in a little while, but I think just to sort of slightly um, bring that into 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 perspective now, Sam, I want uh, you to cover this because Sam makes a very good point here. The money we make on Phillips can make up for a few minutes we could miss out on Shaq and Arigi, et cetera. We was not expecting Phillips to have this high value now. Fair play to him, whatever happens. And he makes a brilliant yeah. point there because the, the money that we were expecting to get from Shaq and Arigi doesn't seem no, to be yeah. forthcoming. <laughs> but yet we have potentially um, uh, uh, Phillips here, who was, as I said, on the verge of going for 1.5, yeah. looking at, 12 million, 10 to 12 million now. So, and, and, and 
it kind of he's got a very good point there, right? He has, but like you just sort of want, and not in a disrespectful way to Nat, you just want it to get over the line, whether you get 12, 13, or 15 million. Like, I'm sure the lad will be feeling as well that I can play at a high level. I don't have to be fifth choice or fourth choice at Liverpool. I can go and become someone's first choice, like the Southampton. And Southampton under R- R- yeah. Ralph Hasenhutl, you know, they play good football. I know their team's a little bit been decimated because of the transfers of Ings and whatnot, like Bertrand as well, who's left in Vestergaard. So they absolutely need a new sort of defence to come in. But he could do a great job there or even Newcastle. Um, not too... Um, not too, like, not relegation teams, but mid-table teams, you know, Southampton, Newcastle, you know, that, that would be a great move for him. And even Brighton, like, you know, the, the lad can play football and he proved in the last sort of 12 to 15 games of the season that he's a good, good defender. You know, and he scored some goals. He scored um, the back heel for, no, he set up Jota for the United goal. Got the header yeah. against Burnley away yeah, at Turf Moor in that crucial yeah. stage. So Wait, that was a brilliant little, that was a brilliant little assist for Jota. Remember against was, Man United? Yeah, 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 it was. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was yeah. a scuff shot, but we'll give him the assist. Don't worry. But <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, Norwich, um, <clears throat> Last season, we used to we used to ask like I used to I used to ring Mo and see if he's ready to play centre back. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's the situation we were at. Or well, I'd, I'd WhatsApp Matt like, "What are you saying, bro? Like, shall I put your name forward to clock man like centre back? Yeah, like, you could do a job." But but we're in a total different place. First game, first uh, first game of the season, first season. Everyone seems to be back touch wood. Um, everyone's healthy. You know. Uh, Mo, he's got some decisions to make, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we're all assuming Simicast, that's just quite a simple one. Simicast comes in straight for Robbo. I want your opinion on the centre back situation and what you do and what you think Klopp will do. Well, um, fans of mine will have noticed that I put out an article on this very subject on liverpool.com. Go and read it now. But to be honest with you, my ideas have changed slightly even since then. And I literally put that out yesterday. Oh, um, God, already? <laughs> well, I think it's more just more information has come out. Klopp has come out again, and he said that Gomez and Van Dijk are available to start. Now, that doesn't tell me necessarily that they're going to start, but it does tell me that they're going to be starting sooner rather than later. Point. And mm. that's an interesting point for me because the thing with Simicas. Like we were saying, obviously, he's been playing well in pre-season. He looks like he's ready to give his best. He's still learning in terms of how game-time decisions, when you can go forward, when you can't go forward, and all those kind of things. So having the the someone like Virgil who knows it, in a, in a as opposed to someone like Konate who's learning it as well, you can see maybe that comes into his thinking. But you've obviously got Matip there, but then... I always wonder with Matip, is he the guy directing traffic? Like, I've seen Joe Gomez do it. Obviously, we know Virgil can do it. I don't think I've ever seen... And that's not to say he's not done it. I've maybe just not been paying attention. Maybe I'm just kind of over overstepping because of his personality. But I would say that that's maybe a consideration for club Because, again, first day of the season, you need your concentration to be on point. We are going to be away. There is going to be a vociferous home crowd. If we give them an early mistake, it could be a long kind of afternoon. We don't. We want to avoid that as much as possible. But if they're all fit and they're all really fit, then I would be tempted to play Virgil for the simple reason: if he's going to have rusty games, 
I want them against Norwich and Burnley, not Chelsea. It's a great point. Okay. Great point. Matt, what are you doing? Talk to me. What are you doing? <clears throat> I was speaking about what earlier are you thinking? on. Mm. I was thinking this year. All right. So even though Klopp says him and Virgil and, and Gomez are available, I still feel like you don't rush them back. Not yet. I feel like because Canate and Matip have played so well in pre-season, why not see if you can start up that partnership against a team like Norwich, where I know what you're saying more about communication, that is key. But I also feel like you've got to throw in, to a degree, your, your new centre-back in at the deep end and see if he's good enough at the same time. True. And I do think as well, we've seen a couple of um, pre-season games where he started Matip and Ibu together. I think it was the first like two or three games and I was thinking to myself, do you know what? He's trying to show us this could be the partnership. And even when you look to the midfield, it was always that kind of trio of like Milner, Naby and Elliot. And I said, you know mm. what? I think it might be Matip and, and Ibu to start, you know? Because I think, again, Virgil might be ready, as you said, but he's a little bit rusty. And I do understand the point, though. It's like, if you went into have a bad game, let it be against Norwich. Hopefully that mistake isn't as bad as in like a massive game where it can cost you massively. So, mm. but for me personally... I will go Ibu and Matip, personally. Interesting. Mm. Avi? I'm with Mo. I think I, I think Verge, I think during preseason he's been a little bit rusty. That's understandable. Of course it's understandable. But you just know when it comes to crunch time, when it comes to game one, um, he's got that Michael Jordan aura about him. He turns up when it matters. I think against Norwich at Carroll Road, he'll want to play. I think this week is crucial. Recovery week, uh, doing the sessions any reaction to any soreness around the knee area, I think he will start, Grizz. I think it will be Van Dyke and Joel Matip. I think it's a I think mm. it's a banker, lads. I honestly do. I honestly do. I think I think Virgil and Matip, because I've said it before, uh, 80%, 75% Virgil is better than every centre back, in my opinion, in the Premier League. That's how much this big dog is worth to us. Because he is the big dog. I'm telling you, no, honestly, people have forgotten. No, he is, he is. They have, they have. No, Matt, people have forgotten. Even no, our own have. fans have forgotten. Bruv, mm. Our own fans were so concerned when he slipped. And I'm thinking to myself, bruv, he slipped. And it's a preseason game. Yeah. Like, bruv, he slipped, you know. All I was thinking about was... He slipped. Um, as long as he's not injured, I don't really care. I don't yeah. even care if he slips again. Like, as long as you don't get injured, bruv. So. It's... it's he, he he exists in such a strange world, though, because, like, we forget people used to celebrate when someone almost ran past him. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember yeah. that? Like, Pepe did it. It was Pepe, yeah. wasn't it, who did it for Arsenal? Then. Yeah. Videos and tried to 60 million pounds that they paid on. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. And that was, like, years, plural. I think, so, nice, true, do you know what? True. Do you know what? I think, I think, and the biggest... And I think the biggest, I was 50-50 at the start. A couple of weeks ago, I was 50-50, right? Like majority of us were, we were undecided. But I think what's totally tipped it in, in Virgil's favour, guys, in my opinion, is the injury to Robertson. Okay. Because what happens now is I don't think he will risk Simicas and Konate on that left side of the defence. Total two new guys. That's I think true. he will favour with Virgil because of that. Uh, security blanket uh, and plus as Mo says Virgil is the leader he's the orchestrator he's the you know guys I was like a, I was like a 
I was just like, you know, do you remember that scene in um in a uh, Night Professor when he's Hercules, Hercules? I'm serious. Why are you laughing? I'm serious. I was like that. This is poor acting. I'm laughing at you, poor acting. I'm not laughing at anything else. <laughs> I was seriously, I was like, you know when you know when though you're not gonna laugh, yeah. It was the it was it was not not when you done a tackle or anything, right? Yeah, it was yeah. when the opposition had a corner. And Virgil was standing in the middle of the penny box and he's like, focus in. Like, that was a good remember, yeah, right? Yeah. He was like, focus in. And everyone just, I focused. <laughs> I was like, I dropped my baby. I was focused, bro. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, this man, wait, uh, this man has that aura. And I, was like, I was so excited. I was like, yeah, he's back. Like, like, I was like, yeah, I'm telling all my mates, like, you don't know how back, back nah, we it's are. That's true, bruv. My, like, I was going to say, like, with Van Dyke as well, do you know how badly he's, like, messed around with other teams in terms of, like, how they see their defenders? So, yeah. obviously, Ruben Diaz is a very, very good defender. There's no denying that. But, bruv, Ruben Diaz has one good season. Oh, he's better than Van Dyke. He's better oh. than Van Dyke. When Man United fans bought Maguire, they were like, he's better than Van Dijk. It's like, bro, you worry about your defenders. We've got ours. I mean, the fact that you keep talking about him says to me you're worried and you're scared about him because you know he's the one defender in world football that can pocket any player mm. in world football. He can pocket any player. 100%. On his day, he can pocket you know any what? player. Do you know what? So... Zachary makes a good point here, right? Yeah. He says, Chris, I think what you're saying, VVD, starting to protect Simicast, means Milner will start to, to protect that side defensively. Avi, is that necessarily true, do you think? Because let's say, I think we've decided between us and uh, we'll get the message across to Klopp that Virgil needs to start, right? So we've decided Virgil and Matip will send be... Send the facts through. Send the facts. Yeah. yeah, I'll send the facts through. Um, but what happens in midfield then, in your opinion? You know, surprisingly, Fab's always been a late sort of uh, star when it comes to like early sort of season form, but he looks ready. So I think he'll start. Naby's got to start. Um, yes. If he's fit, he's got to start. He's had a good preseason, sharper, fitter. The right side is what sort of worries me. I mean, I'm not being bad. And look, I love the fella. He's he's given us great service. But if we're still playing, if we're still starting James Milne at the age of 36 in 2020, 21, 22 season, then, you know, it means that we're short somewhere. We're short somewhere. I'm not here criticizing the team or the summer's planning, but I'm just saying, you know, it doesn't sit well with me. I think Jordan Henderson will start, Grizz. I think he will start. I think he is fit. I think the minutes he got for England were, you know, he wasn't, he didn't get a great amount of minutes, but he was, you know, he Southgate obviously thought he could play, so he played his part in England. He's come back. He went to Mallorca with um, Studge, trained trained with him because uh, I know think Sturridge's at Mallorca now. Comes back, um, and he, he looked he looked good. He looked good against um, Osasuna. It was also his second game, wasn't it? He played in, yeah. It yeah. was a second game with Thiago, yeah. So he looked good against yeah, yeah. Osasuna. So I see Henderson starting, give him sort of the first 60, 70 and then maybe make a change. Because his energy levels, he he's all year round, isn't he? He's like an athlete. So like, wait, hold, let me get this right. Yeah. Ever you've said Fabinho, Henderson, Nabi. and yeah. Nabi. Yeah. Mo. I mean, I agree. The fact that Henderson may well be fit to start because he had pretty much recovered from the injury by the time the Euros had finished. It was just more rest. Um, I'm a little bit more. Um, convinced by the talents of Milner than Avi. I think he can still do the job. And I think the idea of him starting the season isn't saying James Milner's our best central midfielder who will play 38 games. It's mm -hmm. saying in the situation we're at right now, 
particularly if we have got a lack of experience behind him, then James Milner is the best person to play in this game. I think if Henderson doesn't play, then Milner definitely will. The question is, I think I can see a world where Milner and Harvey Elliott, for example, share 90 minutes. Mm. So one of them starts and yeah, replaces yeah, the other. Well, yeah. And again, that depends if you've got, if you have got a Kanata in Simicas, you've got a little bit of inexperience there. Milner starts, get everyone off to a good platform, get a good lead, and then Harvey comes on and does his magic. If you've got Virgil there and you're a little bit more secure in that defensive, you start Harvey, you give him that extra energy and excitement and see what he does. If we get a lead, you bring on Milner, close it out. The other thing we didn't mention about Virgil as well, did you see the game against Osasuna, the ball he played in literally the first minute? Where he had a 60 yeah. yard bomb. Yeah, because that doesn't Great. leave you. That doesn't Salah's leave you. Right. Got I didn't see Mo Salah's face, but you know what he was saying? He was saying, <laughs> Praise the Praise Lord. Lord. Back. Oh, like, he's I'm back. telling you, right? The effect he has on our attack is underrated. And I think when we talk about the struggles of everybody else, again, like I said earlier, he's the linchpin from which so much starts. And th- having that extra dimension. The, and it's the ability to go direct with accuracy. And we say Allison can do it, and he can do it. He hasn't been as consistent at doing it as maybe I would have hoped. Maybe I thought he would be when I saw him at Roma. But when Virgil's there, that threat is live. When Henderson's there, that threat is also live. He can do it too. So having them both there, I guarantee you, you'll be seeing runs with more purpose and intensity from the front guys. They're going to be drawing defenders with them. And that's where the space is going to be for the likes of Naby or potentially a Harvey Elliott. So if Virgil starts, expect goals for Liverpool. What 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 midfield did you end up with, Denmo? I think it's going to be Fabinho, Naby Keita and Milner to start. Matt, thoughts on the midfield? Yeah, do you know what? I'm going to be a bit boring here, but I think Mo got it spot on. I was thinking the same thing. Fabinho, Naby, I definitely starters. And then I was thinking, is it going to be Harvey or Milner? Then I was like, he's going to go for experience and he'll probably bring on Elliot. So I'm going to say, yeah, Milner's the third person. I think it'll be those three. I don't think he brings back Henderson just yet. doesn't need to. That's another thing as well. Our squad now, even though we've lost the Wijnaldum, we don't need to rush back Henderson because we even got Thiago as well. And if I'm not mistaken, I was reading something the other day and correct me if I'm wrong, guys, you can now name nine subs, I believe. Yeah, you can. Nine, right? Yeah. So you're going to, you, we all know Henderson will at least be on the bench. So will uh, Thiago, so will Ox. There's moon, there's, sorry, there's room for maneuverability now. So I reckon that'll be the three, personally. Okay. Well, Are I'm we sleeping? Are we sleeping on Ox, maybe? Ox, I was going to ask you this question. Ox. That's very nice of you. That's very nice of you to ask me. Oh, sorry. You're asking Matt or me? No, I'm asking actually Grizz, but no, Matt can take it too, of course. Do you know what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, with Ox, I don't know, man. Because again, that whole false nine thing, I was like, what are we doing? What are we doing? No, 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 no. Dash that, dash that, dash that. Yeah, yeah, No, but I had to get it out. I was just like, what are we doing, bro? Yeah, yeah, But anyway, in midfield... He's had a, the way Klopp spoke about him says to me, he's relying on him. 
a lot more this season. And mm. I think it's up to Ox to kind of prove himself. However, I don't think he starts the first game of the season. I think he'll have cameo roles. And in that time, if he impresses enough, then he might get that start where you're like, oh, Flip Ox is starting. And if he has a good game, then we'll see more of him. Do you know what? I've got a controversial, I've got a controversial take <coughs> on the midfield. And it's, it kind of goes back to Avi's um, point, which I'm probably thinking, guessing he's probably stolen it from our WhatsApp conversations. Because I was, because I was going to say, right, you know, James Milner, it's true. Again, another trooper, probably one of the greatest free transfers, or you know what I mean. You know, when people say free transfer, it was a free, free, free agent at the time that we've ever had. And he's an absolute immense servant. But regardless of who we're playing and what we're doing, I think. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Jurgen Klopp's selection in central midfield will tell me a lot about where Jurgen is mentality-wise refreshed this season. And the reason why I say this is in seasons gone by in terms of this, like in, in his first two, three seasons, I think he would have, uh, the, 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 the heavy more football, he would have gone Fabinho, Naby, Ox. Because he likes the two eights to be very active, pressing-wise forward and backwards. Mm. If Jurgen Klopp, I believe, and it's just an opinion, obviously, it's just my feeling, I've got this gut feeling. If he's totally refreshed and ready to attack the title, like he said last season, but obviously... Matters out of his control, didn't let him attack the title. If he's going to truly attack the title, I think he goes with an attacking midfield, which doesn't have James Milner in it. Bless him. Because mm. James Milner can, look, he can do a sturdy job and all that business. But I'm just, it's just, it's going to be an indicator for me where Jürgen Klopp is as well, because we've spoken about the players and everything, but I think it's going to be a small indication if he goes for the safety first option, mm. which is James Milner, as we all say, along with Fabinho, and then an attacker like Naby, like Ox, like Elliot, yeah? Or if he goes gung-ho with two attacking eights. I do I do take your point. I do see what you mean in terms of a mentality shift. And sometimes at the start of the season, you do want to set your stall out with that way. I think, to be honest, an easier way to do that would be to do it in the next game. I think maybe if he'd have had Curtis Jones available yeah. for this game then you might have seen him come into play because he can do that. Personally, again, with I'm banging the Milner drum again. Like, we remember, he's still the fittest guy out there. He, he still won the lactate test again. Still yeah. undefeated since he joined the club. And yes, he's not going to be able to do that pressing a position 38 games. He'll certainly be able to do it for the first game. 
One thing to remember is well, Daniel Farke, his style hasn't changed from the last time he was in the Premiership. So last season in the Championship, they played expansive football again, um, very similar to the season that they got relegated. And I don't think he will change tack this time either. So, you know, it could be where we do play cautious and hit him on the break because they have got ball-playing midfielders, Cantwell, the Billy Gilmores now who will be sitting in and trying to dictate play from the middle. He'll mm. probably try and put... Um, Slowless may be in there or as a winger, but you might play him as a 10 um, for Norwich. I'm not sure if he will start because he is a new signing, but he has one to ponder because he does like playing expansive football for Arke. Laura Duffy is just reminding me that I've missed uh, Billy's super chat. I've, I've, just texted uh, him, I've just texted him to put the first 11 on the chat and we'll read it out. Oh, okay. So yeah, Billy, Billy, if you just want to put that uh, as a normal chat, I'll look out for it and read it. I'm so sorry, man. You know me and, and trying to do four or five things at the same time, you know what I mean? But listen, going on to the forwards, I thought it was quite um, obvious what was going to happen again another week ago, a couple of weeks ago. But then I don't want to influence anything, so I'm going to leave it to, uh, who shall we go to? Mo, go first. Like, what what do you think happens with the forwards? Because I was thinking um, um, it's a straight Jota, Salah and Mo front three. What do you think? Well, Based on what I said earlier about Diego Jota, that's what I would do. <clears throat> However, I think we're at the stage again where it's a good decision to have between Bobby and Jota. And whomever gets the job, I'm not going to be like, damn it. I think both of them can do a job. I think, again, it might be a situation where one comes on for the other. But I'm, I think... Again, thinking about setting the tone for the season, for the start of the season, Diogo Jota is going to want to be in that starting position. I think that he's probably done enough. He's warranted it. No, Mo, he has. I think he has warranted a uh, position in that front three now. I think he has. I think it's time to seize out maybe, you know, Bobby for a little while. Not saying that Bobby should be dropped altogether. I think there's games where we need Bobby. But Definitely, definitely. But the thing with Bobby is is that we kind of all get fixated a little bit too much in what he's not doing. And the reason he's in the team is because of the things that he is still doing. And those things are the hardest things to replicate out of everything we do, in my opinion. To do the Bobby run, we've seen so many people try and fail. It's like trying to run into the sun. You get too close, you just evaporate. But Jota has his own way of doing it. And I think the other thing with Jota that we've seen, I saw a little bit in preseason, when he and Mane swap and he goes into the left forward position and Mane goes into the centre, they've got a little bit of an understanding there as well. So he's starting to build his own thing. He's starting to do his own things that is different to Bobby. He's starting to give a different option. So then it becomes, which of these two things do we most need for this opponent. I still think it's a it's a coin toss, personally. I would go with Jota, but like I said, if it's Bobby, I'm behind it. Okay, so this was the this was the super chat that we missed from Billy. It says um his team was um Allison, Trent, Matip, VVD, Costas, Ox, <coughs> Fabinho, Keita, Salah, Bobby Mane. You know, let's keep an eye on that. Let's see how it goes. Um Matt. Who are you doing up free, man? Who, 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 who are you setting on Norwich, man? Like, go on, man. Who are you going to set, set on, on this Norwich back four? 
It's got for me. I think it's got to be obviously Mane and Salah. Obviously, first names are at the front three on that team sheet. And I think Mo's right. For me, it's got to be Jota. Another reason I'm saying Jota, not because I think Jota deserves it. I also feel like Jota might be that little bit fresher as well. Because also I think he came back, didn't he, before? Came back earlier. Yeah, in pre-season. Um, obviously, my man played in the Copa America. So I'm going to base it on, and I noticed as well, Pep Linders loves talking about Jot. He's like, oh, he's, um, he's our pressing monster, all this and that. And I kind of feel like they're really trying to build him up now to be like, this is your season. Go and not go and take it, so to speak, but like go and make a name for yourself because we know you've got it in you to become, you know, as you, as we say, maybe the Fab Four instead of the Fab Three or whatever. So I think for me, they start Jota and Firmino comes off the bench. Um, Avi, another interesting point from Zachary Egan. Um, this is one, and you've mentioned this as well before, so that's why I want to bring this to you. One interesting thing is I don't think Jota has the condition stamina to play the full 90. It looks great for the first 16 and runs out of gas. He's a better impact sub. Bobby just runs for days. That is a good point. I've told you, um, I've said it before on the show, Grizz. One thing that I want from Jot, I think last season, a great debut season. And I think the Pep Linders um, bit that Matt um, alluded to was um, a point because I think he was in Linders' academy team at Porto from the period of 2010 to 2014. Uh-huh. I might be mistaken, but I know Linders did a stint at Porto. And then I think Jota was there as well. Um, I don't think he runs out of gas. I just think for this season, what I want to see from Jota is become a more all-round complete player outside yes. the box as well. Like, go and run with the ball. Go and do daring things. Go and just make an impact over the course of the night. It doesn't necessarily mean you always have to get a goal, but go and improve your numbers in terms of assists as well. I think his all-round gameplay is what I'm looking for this season, Grizz. And look, I think he gets between 15 to 20 again, which would be another good season for him. I can see him starting. I did have a hot take though, Grizz. I've got a feeling, and this is one of those feelings, Grizz, and you know I don't get them very often, maybe once every month. Actually, no, that's, that's wrong terminology. Once every so often. But has <laughs> I think Taki might have made his way into the first 11. I think Taki Who? might make his way. Taki. Taki. I, think, <laughs> I, think, I think he might make his way into the first Abby. 11 somehow. I know, is, I know. It's one of those ones. Is, Listen, it's one of those ones, but I think he wait, might. Think this he is, might. Know, do you know what? This is why I got the brother on the show. Like, you know, people need to recognize, yeah. I'm going for this mad fuckery hot takes where it ain't happening, but if it happens once, yeah, like once at least six months, because it happened once because he said the whole Nabi's gonna start. The yeah, because yeah, he said Nabi's gonna start against Real Madrid. And no oh, okay. Yeah, but it wasn't ITK play, stuff, Matt. It was just one of them ones he woke up against Madrid, and, yeah. First leg, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. Said, yeah, and, and you know, it, it was like his pin tweet for about six months, man, on the Twitter and everything. So, listen. <laughs> and that's the fact that that performance went terribly wrong. Badly <laughs> wrong. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Oh, so, that performance upset me, man. Taki ain't starting. I think, I think, lads, I think it's going to start Bobby. I, I genuinely do. I think he's going to start Bobby. I can Bobby. understand that, you know. I, I, can, I, think, I, think, I think Bobby's performance the other day got me smiling again. Yeah. Um, not only the goals, but when, when Bobby comes back, because, yeah, like Bobby, like Fabinho, like the Brazilian lads, I guess, know how to party. So when they come back from holidays, they're a little bit slow in terms of whatnot. But Fabinho looks sharp and Bobby definitely looks sharp. And you can't, Bobby's the brains, man. I, I'm, a, I'm a massive Jota fan. I'm a massive Liverpool fan. I love them all. But 
I think Bobby, we talk about motivation, we talk about angry, we talk about competition. Mm-hmm. Bobby's at the forefront of that, bruv. He's, he's messing with Mane, Salah and Jota. True. Um, so he's trying to reclaim and, uh, you know, it, it, it goes up. It, it goes up in sort of levels in terms of their performance when they got that. But listen, um, yeah, big, okay, okay. Um, Avi's but, Auntie but, Joshua has just put in a super chat. Auntie up, Avi, let's go team tech here. <laughs> You know that's Abby's team. But listen, we're going to move. No, no, we've got one hour. We've got one hour. Just a quick one. If we're talking about momentum, right? If we're if we're talking about momentum, has Taki not deserved that? Then if he if he's we're talking about momentum, no, no, I would say he's not even touching others. Yeah, yeah, he's had good moments. And remember, moments. I wouldn't say he's had that long stretch where we've gone. Oh my days, five six games. That is looking tasty. Thank you. You know yeah. what? He, sh- he showed signs of doing of improvement. What he to do. I'm yeah, expecting yeah. him to contribute. I'm expecting him to come off the bench. And maybe before the last couple of preseason games, I wouldn't have said I'm expecting him to come off the bench. But what I am going to say, Avi, if you are right and he does start and he does score, then you've got to give the full on tacky goatee. I can't grow it. Okay, okay, I'll try it. Okay, okay. I'll do the head as well. I'll lend you some. I'll lend you some. I'll lend you some. (laughs) I tell you you what, I've got got that Japanese sort of headband that George St. Pierre in the UFC used to wear. I'll wear that on my next show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll wear that. Salman drops a little super chat for us. Thank you very much, brother. He says, Mane is getting 15 plus league goals. I don't think no one would argue. I don't think no one would argue. Mane looks hungry again. Um, so we're going to do a quick prediction, guys, before we get onto the transfer snippets of the day and, and whatnot. Um, quick prediction, starting off with you, Matt. Talk to me. I'm confident, man. No, I'm confident. Very, very confident. People might be surprised, but I'm going to say Liverpool win this game comfortably 4-1. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm confident, man. Very confident. Okay. Same, well, as, the, same as the Anfield game back in yeah. 1920. Yeah, very, very confident. I don't know what it is, but I just... I'm just, I don't know, man. I don't know. I feel good, man. I feel good. I feel good, bro. You know what I mean? Mo? I I think the same. I think it's going to be one of those where maybe we don't blow them away straight away. Maybe it's 1-0 at halftime. But I think it's probably going to be finished 2-3 by the end of the game. I don't think that they'll get a goal either. So it's going to be, in my eyes, three points, three goals, and lots of very happy people. Oh boy, yeah. Listen, well, you know, I need to, I need to, I need, I need a Liverpool win because because I'm going to be oh. one of those three thousand Liverpool fans that are going to be at Norwich. It's an awkward trip from London, but it's going to be. Hopefully, it's going to be worthwhile. The weather's going to be nice. Avi, um, what's your prediction, man? Liverpool three 0 Liverpool three 0 Liverpool three 0 It's three 0 man. We're we're coming back. We're coming back. Like we said, it's comeback tour, man. It's comeback tour. Revenge season, bro. Revenge season. Yeah. There you go. Even better. Yeah. Yeah, look, the main thing is we're back. Football's back. Liverpool's back. Centre backs back. Everything. It should be. It should be. It should be a great occasion, and we hope we're looking forward to that season. We're just gonna. We're just gonna um, talk about some bits and come out in the in the social media circles and and media whatnot with the transfer links. I think a name that's been doing a couple of days now. Uh, it's come up. Um, Avi, I'll start with you, Jeremy Doku. What do you know about this player? Uh, what do you like about this player? What don't you like about this player? He's he's an exciting player, Grizz. He's with, with the ball. He you always think that he's going to do something. He's got bag full of tricks. He's nineteen. Look, in a nutshell, I think he should stay at Ren for another season. Um, put some numbers up. 
because uh, I think that's where he can improve in terms of assists and goals. But if we're really serious, I'll do a Naby style deal, get it done now, and then wait for him to come in next season. But he's definitely a talent. Okay, just want to give a shout out to LFC Aaron. Thank you for the super chat. Dre Trippers, Anfield Rap, Copish all in one place. Hashtag Dream Team. Listen, we're going to be doing a lot of these, especially on Carnage. We're going to be doing a lot of collabs with our brothers. Uh, so we're going to be doing a lot of collaboration. So keep an eye on the channel. Keep an eye on their content. Um, obviously, you know, Mo's doing a lot of great work uh, over at the rap and his uh, LF, what is it LFC what's the exact Liverpool.com Liverpool.com so you need to go oh, and yeah, check yeah, him I've out and represent him there as yeah, well like and we obviously know Matt from Coppish so listen don't worry about that we're going to be doing a lot of collaborations this season um, Mo your opinions on, on Doku and do you see any legs in this um, I do I think that he's someone who has been his name's come up enough times to make me think that he's someone he's on our long list as I call it, as uh, someone who we've been kind of keeping tabs on, because that's kind of the way we do things. And it's almost like it depends upon if the opportunities are right in terms of circumstances around contract finances or whether they think he's ready or whether they think that there's a place for him that wouldn't get in the way of anybody else. So these are all the things that we all decide when we're looking at the long list and thinking, okay, maybe he's not ready yet. Okay, maybe he is ready. I would like to see him play another full season of starting every week. And that's what Ren can give him. One issue with Ren, I'm not sure if they're in Europe this season. I think they finished out of the European places. So he's not going to be able to maybe test himself at as high a level. Obviously, the idea of him coming in and loaning out is an option. But, you know, I'm still not convinced by that. Like, mm. I still really think that it messes with players' heads. Like, mm. let's look at the last two players who we did that for, Divock Origi and Naby Keita. That season where we signed them, but they weren't a Liverpool, they were terrible. Both mm. of them were terrible. Like, Divock Origi was voted <clears throat> one of the worst players in the league. Meanwhile, Naby Keita got sent off, what was it, five times? Five times in that season, yeah. Yeah, came, yeah, five times. How are you and feeling about this? You can't tell me that that's not because in their head they're like, why am I still here? Why am I yeah. not over there? Like, yeah. Yeah. everything your co the coach is telling you is just like, I don't no, know. No, I don't sink in. I don't sink in. Yeah, and it's like, the same. You, 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 there's no way that as human beings, we can say that that wouldn't affect you. Like, it would affect you 100%. And so I think just the nature of that as an idea is tricky. But if we do end up buying him, then that would mean because Klopp thinks he's now ready and he's now able to accept the role that will be there for him. Because we've just spent 10 minutes trying to decide which of our four fours we're going to leave out. By the way, that. don't rule out the fact that we might be leaving out none of them at some point this season. So you think whoever we do buy, yes, we do need another one. We know that injuries happen. We know that it's better to have five quality attackers who can come on and change your game. But it needs to be someone in that sweet spot who are ready enough to come in and be good, but not that big that they're going to be sitting around waiting and wondering what's going on and why they're not and potentially causing a problem. So all of these things have to be in a row before they hit go on the transfer. And I'm not convinced that they're all in a row with Doku. 
Renner, Ren are in the Conference League. Uh, Laura Duffy confirmed it. Oh, are they? They're the Scotland. Yeah, they're on the Conference yeah, League. I'm looking forward to that, by the way. Like, I have no idea what that's going to be like. like. Matt, how are you feeling with Doku? You rate, you rate him? You want him? Do you, do you know what? I think he's a talent, um, but I also feel like he's still very, very raw. He's far from the complete package. And that's not a bad thing. The only problem is, though, is this, though. The type of money that we're seeing, are we going to spend that amount of money for a development player who, if he was to come in now, I don't think he does what Jota does. I don't think he does, believe it or not, like what a fully fit Shakiri could do if Shakiri was fit. Because I still feel like he's got a lot more to learn his, well, learn his trade. If you look at his numbers from last season at Ren, they weren't the greatest. Yeah. Again, I, I agree with you guys. I think he needs one more year, maybe. But if we are going to get him, the fee's got to be low. And not only that, if, say, say some of our attackers were injured, we'll re- really be sitting there happy as Doku playing against, for example, May United or, or Man City, where you kind of know that you're not going to maybe get loads of chances. And his final ball, from what I've seen, needs a little bit more work. And dare I say it, some people might not like it. Do you know what it reminds me of? A little bit of Adama Traore, you know, a little mm. bit. He's got more potential though, because he's 19, but the same playing style. He relies on that explosive like pace to get away from you. It's all about explosive pace. He's got good feet, obviously, but it just makes me feel like, mm, is he the right guy? I don't know. Two in 37 last season with three assists. So yeah, Matt's spot on. The numbers are yeah, great. No, That's I, why this season. I, I Look, um, so I saved a bit. I saved the best nugget till the end. Um, I, I I don't think Doku. I don't. I don't think Doku will be turning up at Liverpool uh, for the reasons where I think Mo 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 described it the best. Uh, you know, in terms of there's so many ticks that we look for, like criteria. He's got a tick that. He's got a tick that. He's tick that. So I like the player. I think he's got huge potential as well. I just I just don't think guys that. I don't think he's ready to. I get the development side of things, but I think we're at a level where we all said, I think we all said we want a player that can come in. I think Mo said it as well. Mo, you made too many good points today. Man. <laughs> uh, I think Mo said spoke about in terms of what we're listening to. That's all it is. We, we we want a player. We want a player that won't ruffle the feathers. Yeah, but we'll have enough confidence to step in and say, like Jota, like you know, I'm. I can I can put up numbers like you man's and I can handle my business and everything. We've 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 got a very firm interest in the Harvey Barnes of Leicester City folks. And for me, for me, I think he he is one of the best prototype of clock type forwards you can you can see around. I think the guy has potential. Correct me if I'm wrong, lads, he's about 23, 23, 23, 23, 23. 23. the right age. The price yeah, will be so. obviously hefty after the season because we asked about him last summer before he went on to get 16 goals and numerous assists. So, yes, our scouts are still deadly because we scouted him before he broke out. So we're still bad boys in the scouting department. It's a difficult deal, of course. Um, Leicester City are not obliged to sell these days. They're a very rich club, very well-run club. But I think um, it's something to keep an eye on from, from, from what I've been told, that Harvey Barnes is one we're very, very much interested in. But lads, um, 
I promised Matt, I know he wasn't well. I promised him one hour. I've gone 12 minutes over. Man's going to invoice me and I'm going to just try ignore it like not red. I'm not going to get no blue tick. Wait, 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 you're getting paid? Cryptocurrency like Messi. <laughs> well, listen, we'll take crypto, Grizz. We'll take crypto. Right now. <laughs> listen, um, you know how it is, man. When you start chatting football and the excitement, come on now, come on. We're gonna now. go listen, over 10 minutes exactly. Of course, I can barely speak. As you can hear, my voice is literally gone. As you, you lot can hear, but listen, I'm still here, bro. Still here, brother. Bro. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very been much. Pleasure, and as man, I said, trust me. we're gonna we're gonna do this again on a regular Mo's like almost a regular Definitely. part of the furniture, and man as well. Mo, again, I know you're a busy, man. But thank you very much for for coming hey. on tonight. This this isn't work. This is fun. This is what I would be doing normally. Bless up. Bless up. That's amazing to hear. And of course, Mr. Hot Take himself. We look out for Tacky to start. We look out for uh yeah, Tacky to start. That's a big call for the for the day, right? Any big good calls thing. before we go? Good good thing. Good thing I'm out next week on holiday. So but no, it's a great show. <laughs> it's a really good show. I'll save the flat for the week after. Clever, clever boy, you (laughs) clever boy. He's out next week. I just remembered. But listen, guys, um, we've tried to we've tried to keep oh, we've got another shout before we go, before Avi starts getting ready for the closing. Um okay, Neil H says, Thank you for the tubes that Basuma and Bowen will be sound. Look, there's so many names that have been flirting around, you know, with connected to Liverpool. A lot of them obviously coming from the agents because they know we haven't bought anyone. And when, yeah, when, yeah, a, when yeah. a big team hasn't bought anyone, they try to rally in the big clubs and, and we're as big as they come, man. Um, but I'm very confident. People have been saying, oh, Grizz, you was confident of people coming in. I still am. I still am. I'm very confident. I'm just uh, I'm just telling you, like, relax. Everything's going to be fine. And look, again, just very quickly, we, we spoke about our squad and we look at the way we decided and we couldn't work out. None of our teams had to go. Henderson, Curtis Jones, Gomez, uh, Konate. No, 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 these are and, and Robertson injured. I've just named you six, seven players that walk into every, every Premier League team. So listen, we're calm. We're good. We just need a bit of luck. Um, you know, if you believe in a God, pray pray that everyone um, stays injury free. Um, fans back in the stadium. You know, personal tragedy. Massive. Stay away from us, please. Personal <clears throat> tragedy. Stay away from us. And we're going to be cooking, man, I think. Listen, guys, it's been a fantastic show. Bring on Norwich. Bring on Carnage next week. I hope to see you all soon. Thank you very much. Like and subscribe on your way out. All that good stuff. We hope to see you real soon, people. Sports Social Podcast Network.